Hello. Hello. <sighs> oh, big yawn. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that hardcore. All of us apparently are exhausted. <laughs> I have a split lip and uh, I woke up at 6 a.m. today. Why do you have a split lip? Got chapped lips. Right, chapped lips. Food. Drink more water. Yeah, I know. You have to be hydrated inside to be hydrated outside. Hydrate or dehydrate. Uh, I'll take the dye. Dehydrating. No, dehydrating would be bad. You have a kid on the way. No dehydrating. I have a life insurance policy. (laughs) (laughs) That will not, I mean, that may help provide for your child, but that will not give your child a father. Right. Can you believe the Queen of England died? Uh, yeah. Like that, she was old. Yeah, I mean. Did you did you see the meme of her versus Betty White? <laughs> it's it's hilarious. So it's got Betty White and it says uh, America ninety nine, and then it's got the Queen and it says England ninety six, and then it says we win again. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the one that was I Queen Kong, and it was a picture of the Queen on uh, Big Ben. Oh dang! <laughs> I've seen several TikToks where it's like the Queen gets to heaven, and Princess Diana's waiting to beat the shit out of her. Oh, that's hilarious! Oh, alrighty. I guess we should do this thing. Um, oh, you know what I forgot? What's I forgot to buy grab the book that has the intro in it. <laughs> Rip. Well, that's some dead time you'll have to edit out while you go find it. <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I'll be right back. That's funny. <laughs> okay, let's see. I have a lot of freaking notes. Okay, so hi and welcome to Finding Fantasy, a podcast with me, Carmen, my son Sean, and his wife Kenna. So join us as we read and discuss books we love, books some of us have never read, and books none of us have ever read. Right now we are discussing Alana. I don't even first remember adventure. the name of the series all of a sudden. The first adventure. The first adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Chapters three and five. Three, three through five. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's going to be one of them days, guys. So a lot happened in these three chapters, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Like the, it was a lot. I didn't think it was going to be like, much. It's like, like almost the entire book. Yeah. Happened in these like, three yeah. chapters. <laughs> I was like, gosh, it keeps going. Yeah. It was rough. 
was like, maybe we I mean, should have done two challenges. <laughs> Too late now. We well, I definitely like two challenges left. Cover that because we have more to talk about. Like those. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing happened. Absolutely. Just but then, on the other way. hand, because we decided to to record this one early, we didn't have two weeks to do it. We only had one week. It was a little bit harder to to manage my time. Yeah. It do be like that. Yeah. Alrighty. So. What is I guess I'm on summary? Yes. Heck. Okay. Summary. I got a timer up, so. Oh hell yeah. Alright, All right. Ready? Alright, so Lana gets the shit beat out of her by um Roland. Rowan. <laughs> Rowan, my bad. Uh he keeps picking on her throughout the whole what is that? That the third chapter. They get into several fights. Um, her excuse is, "Oh, I fall in every time," and then um, everybody else is like sick of it because she won't say like, "Oh, well, he's beating me up." They're like, "Well, maybe you should just beat the shit out of him." She does, and he gets sent away out of court. And then in the next chapter. Um, there's like a sickness that happens that they're thinking it's from a magical source. Uh, the queen gets sick, but she, I think, gets better. And then one of their friends, I think it was Francis. And then eventually Jonathan gets sick and he's super sick. So finally she reveals that she had, oh, are you fucking kidding me? That's so, that's so yeah, that was a minute. Damn. That's, that's a fast minute, isn't it? I feel like I need... I feel like I need too many over that many chapters. Nope. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the point <laughs> is to see how far you can get. Okay, well, he gets sick. <laughs> she helps him. <laughs> and then the next chapter, uh, they start learning about swordsmanship. Yeah. There you go. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so you got close. You didn't need two minutes. You got it. I need a minute and a half. My bad. <laughs> I was like, what happened again? To be fair, like, right? voice delay on this. I, I started at like 40 and 20 seconds. And so I stopped you at 40 and 20 seconds, but you only started talking at like 40. And... Oof. So, I mean, he only lost two seconds. Worth <laughs> two not seconds. A lot. The new characters. We got Rispa, the queen of the ladies of the rogue, which are, you know, that's a nice way of saying horse. <laughs> King Roland and Queen Liam? Rolled and Liam? Liam? I don't know. Duke Baird, the royal healer. The mother goddess is an actual, like, person. She was mentioned in the first chapter. Well, yeah, she was mentioned in the first chapter, but she was kind of mentioned as if she wasn't, like, a character. Like, she wasn't... But is like, she a like, Alana acted like she was re not real. 
But then, like, Alana actually, like, talked to her. <laughs> so, I and then the Black God, him. which she talks to, the do- he doesn't talk back, but she sees no, him as, like, a like actual being, yeah. And then Duke Roger of Conte. He seems like a prick. As a friend of boy. I like how she like straight up is like, I don't know why I don't like this guy, but I do not like him. And then the Brazier? Yeah, like another race of people. Yeah, as another race of people, but like they did it in like a really racist way. (laughs) Super it was super racist in the book. I was like, like I was like Damn, like, I knew that they were mentioned and there were times that, like, in the series that the racism would come up and, like, people would mention how people are super racist against them. But, like, the way George talked about him, he's like, those dirty bazir. I'm like, dude, racist motherfucker. I did not realize George was racist. <laughs> but he is the king of thieves, though. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but you, that means you he should be used to all different types, types of people. <laughs> I mean, he's the guy who like, he grew up on the streets with a lot of different types of people from all over the world. Like he, they're in a major city for all that it's kind of medievalish times. I mean, they it's a huge city at this point. And he's the king of all of the fucking. Dirty thieves. <laughs> he's calling the Bazir dirty. Be- oh, he's dirty got a Bazir. collection of ears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does that. I don't think I'd be complaining to him to his face. <laughs> well, I mean, probably not. But still, I was just like, "What?" Was not expecting that. <laughs> was not expecting it. So what do you think about Alana's insecurity about not being a real boy? It comes up many times. Well, yeah, because she's chapters. a lot... Well, she's a lot smaller. And she's well, still... No, but her and her brother are twins. Nobody can tell them apart. So her brother is small, too. Yeah, but well, we don't know if he's grown. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she definitely hasn't grown. She's, she's not even 14. Yeah, but she's not even, like... 14 or anything yet. Like, she's still a child. Most boys don't hit their puberty until between 12 and 14, and she's 11. She's 13 now. I thought. She's only like 11. I don't think so. She's like like 11. This is her first year. That's right. That's right. Right. Bro, I thought she turned 13 in the other I mean, like, has, has she never looked at any other 11-year-old boys? They are all short, little, tiny shit. <laughs> Some are taller than others, but, like, but, you know. And then she starts be- to become a woman in part of this. Like, she starts oh, yeah. breasts, and she's like, oh, fuck. Find me something to cover this up with. Yeah. I like that she went to Rowan and just beat the shit out of him finally. Yes. After getting beat on. But he did not you you said in the intro that uh 
he was sent away. He wasn't sent away. He fucking left because he got him a squire got beat up by a first year page. Yeah, he I he broke his nose and shit. That he left court. Yeah, like he left. He was done. He he quit being a squire. <laughs> he quit. He quit and went home. Because he got beat and up by a homeless kid. Just, and told she his daddy. had to send an apology to his dad. <laughs> yeah. For beating the shit out of the son that was beating the shit out of her. Small boy beat the shit out of Several times. Yeah. Well, she felt bad afterwards, so. She didn't like it. I mean. But she was like, I felt good while I was fighting him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she should feel good. Yeah. Uh, he did. Well. Only scum like punching down. <laughs> I think it was only because that she was small. Yeah, but she was smaller than him. And that's why he could beat her up. Yeah, because he's a bully, and that's what bullies do. They beat up the younger. I wonder about his home life. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of bullies have terrible home lives, and that's why they're bullies. Okay, that I'm going to call <laughs> bullshit on. Most of the time, most of the bullies that I ever met had great home lives, and their parents fucking catered to their every goddamn whim. Okay. Not all of them, but most of them. Their parents were like, my little Timmy didn't do nothing wrong ever. My You're Timmy like, your little Timmy is beating on three-year-olds. He never did that. He would never... You're like, I have video proof. I don't believe it. You're you're kind of pregnant. Yeah, like no, bitch. Your kid's a little shit. No, most of the time that's what it is. <laughs> like mo most of the time that's what it is. Yeah, especially in today's age, where people don't discipline their children. Beat your kids. Girls and boys had to be boys, and. Uh... Definitely how to fight both sides. <laughs> no. Or just teach your kids. children to be people. And, solution. Uh, Eat your kids. Be <laughs> no, that is not the solution. <laughs> Although, don't not beat your kids if they need it. Like, <laughs> Please don't call CPS. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a child yet. You're fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. And then you were right, Francis Anon did die. That was the person who yeah, died. Yeah, Francis died, but we also didn't hear much about him anyways. Like, he straight up talked a little bit in the beginning, and that's all you ever heard about. And so then he was somebody like, who died that I wasn't upset about. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Francis died. And they're like, oh, what? Now, if Raul had died, or oh, Gary had died, like, those would have been, Big like... Ones. Because Big we do one. see because a lot more of Raul in the middle. Yeah, because I mean, he beats on Raul in like four or five times because every time they tried Raul to beat drown Alan, him, <laughs> they didn't they, try to drown him. They, they basically drowned him. drowned him. And then King, uh, Prince Jonathan was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, go back under again." <laughs> <laughs> like I hate to push under the water. Drink more of that water. Fuck that kid! I'm gonna drown his ass. <laughs> but like every time that he beat on Alana, Raul would beat on him. Yes. 
So he's like her bodyguard <laughs> that she doesn't want and what? never asked for. <laughs> like does not want like, and never asked. I just for. want to fight my own battles. And Rollo's like, I could do it. I'm big. He's like, I got you. You want to fight your own battles? I got this. I got this. I fight it for you. Beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> You're like, no, that's not what that means. <laughs> I don't think you understand that I want to do this myself. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. I heard, I heard you. you. As I'm beating the shit out of him. <laughs> her excuse every time. I fell. Yeah, but I do like her explanation of that. Let me see it's if I can tradition. find it real quick. It's tradition. I fell. I mean, what else is she going to do next? Like, Chubby kicked me? I don't know. She doesn't want to be known as the tattletale. Yeah. I ran into the doorknob. I don't know. I mean, I, if you told me that you ran into the doorknob... I would it. believe that over Sean feeding on you because you're a clutch girl. <laughs> Bro, her parents told me if she fell in the shower, like they totally believe it. They'd be like, "Yeah, no, that's her." <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "No, Sean definitely did not kill her. <laughs> she definitely fell and drowned in the shower. That is just who she is as a person." <laughs> yes, I do be clumsy. <laughs> Be the first time. Thinking like, once she gets farther along, we'll just like make a bed. So she doesn't have to like climb stairs. <laughs> big who she is falling. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna just sleep on the couch. That's rude. <laughs> well, I mean, just make him sleep with you. It be so it says here. Let's see. As the Duke is uh, is lecturing her, uh, she goes, "I want to sit at attention, listening." She loved the way the Duke talked. She knew he was pleased that she had beaten Rowan, not angry. She also knew he could never tell her so because she had broken the rules and that she had to take her punishment without complaint, because she had known the rules when she broke them. Atlanta's world were governed by rules, with a rule to cover every situation. Fighting a fellow noble in the palace was breaking the rules, and Garrus had to teach her that. Yet the rules governing what a noble could take in the way of insult said that Alan had to fight Rowan, and Duke Garrus was proud of her because she had protected her honor as a noble. And she's like, once you know the rules, life is pretty simple. I don't get mad at Duke Garrus because I know he has to obey the rules just as I do, and I know he isn't truly angry with me anyway. Maybe our close chivalry isn't such a bad thing. A confusing set of fucking rules. Yeah. Like no but fighting, I do love the way that but she also like fight. Yeah. Just don't get caught. Well, and as they because they are squires and stuff like that, the rules are more strict. Because as they grow to be adults, she can challenge him to a fight. If he's, you know, does something that she perceives crosses her honor, like, picking honor or whatever. She can challenge him to a duel, and that is totally acceptable. The fact that they're fighting with, Rowan was beating on her without challenging her, you know, was one of the reasons why, it, you know, 
air quotes. They all got in trouble. Yeah. And they're children. So there's that aspect as well. As an adult, you could be like, look, bitch, I'm going to beat your ass. Maybe I'm fine. As a child that's learning the rules of everything, like you're stricter once when they're learning the rules because you need them to get those rules down and stuck in their head. And then once they know the rules, you might not be as strict about the rules. You might let some things go. But if they get caught, well, you got caught and you knew the rules. So there you go. There you are. Now you're in trouble. Yeah, that was mainly what chapter three was just the fights. Yeah. Uh, so back to the fight thing. Uh, Did you know in Chicago, gang violence is no longer punishable by, by law? It is just. I did not know that. Uh, partaking in public fights, and it is apparently instead of you know fixing the problems in Chicago, uh, instead you can just. Uh, they're just gonna ignore it. They're just gonna ignore it. As long as uh, as long as you aren't shooting and killing each other, as long as you're just beating the crap out of each other, it's fine. With battery and all that, as long as it's between two different gangs. Oh, for the love of God. And what if you were... So basically what's going to happen is somebody, some random person that was not in a gang is going to get beat the crap out of and they're going to be like, oh, well, that person was in a gang, even if they weren't. So that they just don't have... The cops just don't have to deal with it anymore. That's ridiculous. It's mutual combat law. This country is going... (laughs) That's crazy. This country is going down the tube. It's been going down the tube. Son, you have a really good... You have a really good job that can take you anywhere. Move out of the country. Take your wife and your child and move the fuck out of the country. You have to convince my wife of that one. Plus, I gotta wait at least until March. You are gonna have a baby that is female and will have zero body autonomy. Move out of the country. Oh, like she's got more rights right now than she will when she's bored. Yeah. Yeah, you guys need to move out of the country. I love you guys. I will miss you guys. I wish I had a job that would take me out of the country, but I do not. You do. Get the fuck out while you can. Did you know that we are, we have the lowest, uh, or no, the highest death rate of mothers who are having babies? The highest. That's crazy, bro. Of any first world country. More women die here giving birth than in any other first world country. Be whack. Damn. Yeah. And you're having a baby. Run. Run while you can. I can't. As soon as you... <laughs> okay, run when you can. How's that? Run <laughs> when you can. Bro, don't buy a house here. Maybe don't buy a house here. I know you just got approved. Maybe think about moving somewhere else. Well, even if we do buy a house here... And I still have to wait till. Well, actually, I probably. Assuming I get out in March, then yeah, I shouldn't buy a house here. Because then I could just move country. But still, we'd have to get all this shit done before. Yeah. So, we'd have to start looking into these. It'd probably be a year or so anyway. Yeah. It depends on what Kenna wants to go with. If she wants to end up moving, we can. Uh, it's ridiculous. Our country is so dumb. Why don't we have fast trains? Like, they have proven, so the, the, the bullet train in Japan has never had an accident. Never. It's the fastest train in the world. It goes 300 miles an hour, and it has never had an accident. 
That's crazy. And it's fast. Why the fuck do we not have that here? We are ginormous. Having a train system that runs on magnets would be amazing. We got a little sidetracked here. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. The sweating fever. Jonathan think it's sick. <laughs> yeah, he almost dies, man. Well, I mean, he basically does die. He was like, she the had to like pull him back from the god of death. She had to be like, uh, no, I'm going to take him with me now. Okay, We're going bye. back. You can't have him yet. And the black god grabs a hold of her and then walks through her and she grabs, she can grab Jonathan's hand and take him with. You're coming home with me. You're coming home with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this week's podcast. <laughs> Uh, you're <laughs> Bro, like when she finds out that he's sick, though, like there's like 500 billion people in the room. And what the hell was Duke Baird thinking? Like, I get he was exhausted because, like, he's the royal healer, and he, the queen, had been sick prior to this, and this whatever the sickness is, like, it drains your magic. Which uh, is not normal, apparently. Yeah, which is not normal. It's a magic. Yeah. But, uh, like, why was he letting all these freaking priests and shit in there with their infants and and the room all closed up and praying and making a whole bunch of noise? Right, and then Alana comes in. She's like, what the fuck are these people doing here? Get the fuck out. Well, she's like, I need some miles. I need some miles right now. miles do that. But when they start questioning her ability, she's like, look, at least I know that you're not supposed to have 500 people in here and the room stuffed up. Yeah. And then when she does heal Jonathan, Miles is the only one in there with her. Like, they, Timon and Coram helped throughout the process because she tried to do it as natural as possible. And then Miles was like, Alana, you have to use the magic. Like, like you can't use it all. This is not going to work. <laughs> he, he's going to die. And so she does the whole thing that Maude did at the beginning of the book where she puts the vervain in the fire and sticks her hands in the fire. Yeah. And, and that's where she sees the Black City again. Yeah, she sees the Black City again, but then on top of that, she hears the voice of the goddess, and it's like, sounds like snow. wolves on a hunt and snow and stuff. Yeah, it's like no, it's a sound that like people aren't supposed to hear. It was not meant for a person's ears. And she's like, what the fuck is this? She says, Dark goddess, great mother, show me the way, open the gates to me, guide me, mother of the mountains and mares. And then she's the black city. Apparently, the city is calling to her. Like, I didn't even, I totally missed that. And then a voice spoke, and Alana screamed. That voice is never meant for human ears. It's not a pleasant voice, I think. The voice and the pain were killing her. <laughs> and she rode the tiger. There you go, Sean, I found it. <laughs> Now she ruled the power that had put that she had pulled from the flame. She rode the tiger. She was a warrior. The fire was eating her alive like a tiger. Say she was a holy tiger. No, I'll stop. Uh, uh, uh. But then it also says that like while Miles was in there, he did hear a woman's voice coming. Yeah, from he did not. He did not hear a boy child calling a prince. He heard a woman's voice speaking from eternities away. Awed by the power, he could not understand the night moved even further away from the bed. Like, but yeah, so that's Miles' first inkling that, that things maybe not all be what they seem. 
but he doesn't talk about it. Yeah, you know, no. I'll shut about it. It's like, bro, this kid just saved the prince. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, the only heir to the throne. Yeah, because the queen can't have any more kids. Yeah, and now she really can't. Like, she couldn't before, but now she really can't. No, yeah, because she of got sick. She's very, very weak. And then... Time goes back and George finds her a horse. Right? Yeah, she, she takes, like... She's got to take somebody with her to go out into the city. And the person that she takes is the prince. Good. Yeah. To go meet the king of thieves. The king of thieves? That's safe. George was like, are you... I thought you... What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a little... Put- put back by that. <laughs> like, I will so, never underestimate you again. You obviously are crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I liked how they're like, uh, Jonathan was like, aren't you afraid somebody will steal it? The horse. And he was like, aren't you afraid somebody will, somebody will steal it? And Alana and George just start busting up laughing because Alana has not told him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, aren't you like, <laughs> who George is? aren't you scared of the thieves around here? And we're like, well, listen Straight here. <laughs> That's a good one. But then, like, George basically gives her that horse so much less money than what he spent on it. Third yeah, the- it was like, yeah, 10 gold nobles for the horse and track. The bridal stuff with it. Yeah. And then Jonathan and, feels bad, so he gives him a ring. He's like, this should cover it. Yeah, and then George is like, uh, no, that, that's way too much. That's, here's another horse for you, though. But here, you, you don't have a good horse. I have another one. Here, have this one. That'll cover it, then. I forgot, what did he name his horse? I don't think... I don't he think did. it says. Because I know she named hers, what, like, Moonlight or something? Yeah, Moonlight. It's like you couldn't find a better name. Well, her horse is not black. Her horse was gold. It's Moonlight. Maybe it just looks like Moonlight. Yeah. Whatever. Let's see. Horse's colt was gold, offset by a flowing white mane and tail. Yeah. And she called her Moonlight. I think. Let me see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Moonlight is kind of yellow, depending on like when you see it. Well, and are we assuming that this is like old time, like Earth, or is it somewhere else? Because you know they have magic. No, it's Tortal. This is a completely different world. The moon could be gold. I mean, yeah, we have no idea what the moon looks like. Let's see. And then we meet Duke Roger of Conte. John's cousin. He's the second in line to the throne after John. And he's considered one of the most powerful wizards in the world, supposedly. Supposedly. And Alana is not a fan. Not a fan. But she doesn't know why she's not a fan. Right, because she thinks that he's good looking. She's just not attracted to him. She also just doesn't trust him. She doesn't trust him and she doesn't know why. Rubs, rubs her the wrong... You know, we are totally backwards. She gets her horse after me- meeting Duke Roger. Does she? Yep. Yep. Mm. I mean... I was like, I think yeah. the horse is more important. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I agree. But I think he does end up, He does play a big role later on. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and he's there to teach them magic because the king, I guess, is just as Crappy about magic as Alana's uh, dad, and, yeah. and wasn't teaching these pages, some of whom have magic, anything about it. And that's just dumb. That's like not teaching history. If you don't teach history, history is doomed to repeat itself. 
and well, you he don't thought that he, if he just he ignored it, magic, <laughs> it's not going to go away. People are still going to, like, even the kids that don't have magic are inevitably at some point going to get into a fight with somebody who does. Does have magic, yeah. And has no way of defending themselves against it because they don't fucking aren't, aren't taught anything about it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, but then after yeah. the sickness, he's like, oh, shit, I guess we should teach people about magic again. Yeah, yeah. This, this small-ass kid just saved the heir to the throne. Well, maybe we should teach magic. <laughs> With to... barely any training, yeah. Yeah, from her wisdom or her healer. Yeah, her, her village healer. And she comes from a tiny-ass town. <laughs> right? And it's not like she, like, lived in the town either. She lived on the feast. She lived in the castle. So she didn't see a whole lot of people. Like she, Maude and Corum basically raised her and her brother. Yeah. But that was it. Like those, those are probably all the people that they saw. Maybe some like servants every now and then. Yeah. Not a whole bunch of people. Because they're children, and you don't let children just go out to the village by the by yourself. Ah, uh, fuck them kids. And then she starts learning the sword. Yeah, how to fence. Ah, uh, Aram Sklaw. I don't think she I wrote him down. He did. Oh. Not a and then new characters. Sklaw. <laughs> Sklaw. Whatever. Sklaw. It's Sklaw. Yeah. Sklaw. Yeah. And he's like rude as fuck all the time. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> wow, you're such a bitch. He's constantly picking on her. He's and sassy. She's like, he like yells at him. She's like, how am I even supposed to... How am I supposed to be confident if you're always picking on me? And he's like, your confidence must have been pretty bad if me picking on you knocks it down. <laughs> but then finally she's like, all right, Quorum, let me borrow your big sword. Yeah, after she, they finally have like an exhibition. They've really been learning for a couple of months. And they have an exhibition and the Duke is there and like all these people are there. And like she loses big time. She, she was not like she was the only one. And she wasn't the only one that was losing big time because she comments on how uh, the people before her were fighting and it, how it looked awkward and stuff, how they looked really awkward. Marin and Veldine, they put on their padding, they go in the guard position. Uh, after a few moments, Alana closed her eyes. She had seen Duke Garrus fencing with Alex, who was the best swordsman among the Swires. He was... This was a mockery of that kind of fencing. Joffrey would lurch forward and swing his sword at Douglas. Douglas would hurry to block the swing, stumble back, then lurch forward to try and swing at Joffrey. She she does as bad as they did. It's not like she did worse. But she didn't do good. <laughs> no, but like she is just like devastated because she's a small you know, She was really glad that Coram wasn't there. Because he'd be disappointed. But, because he would be disappointed, but he totally was there. She just didn't know. <laughs> because she thought she was just the worst. And it's like, she was not the worst. She's a beginner. A raw beginner. So yeah, and Wellum, whoever Wellum is. Douglas? Douglas of Wellum? Sackerel. Sackerel Wellum. Hey, what was Douglas's last? Does it say like golden? I don't know. Or no, 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 that's wrong. Douglas. Oh. He, was, he was either Valdine or Marin. Douglas? Because yeah, we've know. got... Joffrey and Douglas were the first fights, and, and when they were called out, that's their first names. When they were called out, it was Marin and Valdine. And then the second 
fight was Wellum and Trabon, which is Alana and Sackerel. And then she talks to Coram that night, and she's like, I was telling my body, do this, do that, and my body wasn't listening. And I guess Sackerel is a natural. She was not a natural. <laughs> which you can't Korm be a natural says, uh, everything. He looked like right? a missing ogre. Coram <laughs> tells her that... Uh, some are born to it, like Corm, so Corm must have been natural. Uh, some never learn the sword at all, and they, they don't survive die. their first real fight. <laughs> and then there's some that learn the sword. They work all the extra minutes they have. They don't let a piece of metal or arm squaw beat them. She asks him if it's possible to learn to be natural, and he says it's just as possible as it is for a lass to learn to beat a lad, and the lad bigger and older than she is, and in a fair fight, well... You fought there. So he's like, bitch, like, you worked your ass off. You escaped the palace on a nightly basis to go and get extra learning to fight. And on top of that, because she was learning to fight with George when she was learning to fight Rowan. But she also, every night, was was learning with Coram extra by an hour. So she was, like, barely sleeping that whole time. Yeah. She was learning. He's like, if you can fucking do that, plus all your work, plus like everything else you have to do right. to then learn to beat up another boy, you can learn the sword. Like, you just got to put your fucking mind to it, girl. Get get going. Bitch and so she borrows his. So she borrows his huge ass sword that's made for a man like twice her size because she's still <laughs> a child. Like she's eleven still. And she's like, it's the heaviest sword she ever handled. But he's like, yeah. And he's like, this sword is bigger than me. And she's like, yeah, that's the point. She's like, that's the point. This sword, then I can do that for me. Exactly. And that's where that chapter leads off. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's that's all of it. Woohoo! Wow. So next next time we'll be doing the last two chapters of book 67. Yeah, Womanhood and the Black City. And we will. And, and then that will be it. And then we'll move on to the next book. Yeah, they're not super long, though. Finding Fantasy Podcast. Deuce. Uh, if you would like to email us, our email is at findingfantasypod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at findingfantasypod and on Facebook at findingfantasypod. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. There's another one. I don't know. I'm going to look into putting us on more. Anchor? We we're going to do our best. We are on Anchor, yes. We're going to do our best because we don't know what the heck we're doing. So We're surviving. Here we go. Um, is there anything you would like to uh, give a shout out to, plug, tell people they should do? Uh, wash your hands, kids. <laughs> <laughs> what about sticky, you, Gina? Sticky. Don't be bullies. I'm going to tell people to go to their public library. Sign up for your public library. Yeah, it's a great a experience. <laughs> it, you can get a library card. You can get online. A lot of the books you can download right onto your phone. You know, not all of them, but depending on the library that you're at, a lot of them you can download right onto your phone. 